Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Decision Hour. I'm Adam, and I got a great guest for you uh, lined up today. I was fortunate enough to meet this gentleman uh, several years ago uh, now, and um, I think I got a ton of respect for this man. Um, He is now the president and CEO of the United States Veterans Chamber of Commerce, uh, retired colonel, U.S. Army, so he's a good guy. Um, Mr. Kevin Brown. Kevin, how you doing? Adam, how are you? It's good to be on. Thanks for that uh, introduction. It's also been uh, my pleasure to get to know you over the last few years. Appreciate all you're doing to keep the good word going out there to all of our our heroes, right? right? Our heroes in the veteran space. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Kevin, it's been uh, – now, you and I have obviously talked offline and, and whatnot, yep. but uh, for our listeners out there, why don't you share a little bit about yourself uh, and tell our listeners more about you. Sure. Well, I spent uh, 24 years in the United States Army, uh, commissioned as a second lieutenant of infantry back in the 1900s. We'll say it that way, (laughs) back in the 1900s, and uh, retired in 2011 as a a colonel. Um, You know, a number of deployments uh, here, there, and everywhere. I was a battalion commander in Western Baghdad back in 2005, 2006, and a deputy brigade commander in the 10th Mountain Division um, in the northern province of Kirkuk. Uh, after that, my final assignment in the Army was as a garrison commander where, you know, all of this hard work that is required post-deployment uh, really takes place uh, on, on the posts, camps, and bases that our soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines return to. So I learned quite a bit there about, you know, being out of the fight right. and, and all of the things we have to do there. So probably a good setup for me to land in this position now as the president and CEO of, of the U S veterans chamber of commerce. Uh, in between, I spent six years at the Mohegan gaming and entertainment enterprise, yeah. uh, which folks in the Northeast probably are very familiar with the Mohegan sun casino in Southeastern Connecticut. Uh, but it's a larger portfolio than that. We've got casinos all over the country now and even around the world. We, uh, we commenced build of a, of a uh, casino on the airport grounds at Incheon International Airport in South Korea. Wow. We have a gaming license, the tribe does, uh, in Niagara Falls on the Canadian side, two casinos operating there. And recently the tribe uh, was awarded a gaming license in Greece to build a an integrated resort casino at the former Olympic Village wow. uh, in Athens, Greece. So all those things were uh, also helpful and, and formative. Uh, as I come into this new role here, where uh, the U.S. Veterans Chamber of Commerce is is both taking care of people on on the one hand, mm-hmm. and helping roll out business chambers to give business opportunity to our veterans out there on the other. So uh, let's 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 dive into this. Uh, United States Veterans Chamber of Commerce. I mean, most people think of a chamber, uh, you know, like a city chamber or something, a place where. Maybe once a month you have, uh, you know, or a couple times a month you have some type of uh, network luncheon, something like that. I mean, what, explain to the listeners, what is the Veterans Chamber of Commerce? Yeah, yeah. Gr- great question and a great start point because you can associate some of those things that you think of when you think of your local uh, Chamber of Commerce to what we're doing. Because the idea is to, you know, create that network or thicken that network of business to business uh, or business to customer engagements. But obviously uh, by virtue of the the fact that the word veteran is inserted in the title, 
and by virtue of what we're what we're doing beyond just uh, the standard chamber business, uh, the U.S. Veterans Chamber of Commerce is laser focused on providing opportunities to vets. Uh, you know, in in the world of small business, uh, there are agencies out there that that uh, try to open the door to those diversity and inclusion folks that are in a variety of corporate headquarters around the planet. Um, but frankly, by title and then and then with the title leading their efforts, most of them are focused on, and, and rightly so, but they're focused on minorities and women right. uh, and getting minority businesses and women-owned business enterprises, those opportunities that those diversity and inclusion officers at, at uh, you know, Aetna or Lockheed or Raytheon or Ford Motor Company, you know, they've got to, they've got to meet some mandated goals for providing business opportunities to minority and, and women owned businesses. But nobody's really ringing that bell hard on the veteran front. And that's where we come in and try to create those opportunities through our network of 200 plus fortune 500 affiliated companies uh, and, and the, the 100,000 or so veteran owned businesses that we're working with right now. And we just want that to continue to grow. Nice folks. First off, if you're listening to the show, it means you're already online, open up another browser, go to usvcc.org. That's usvcc.org. Uh, check it out. You can become a member, start a chamber. There's a donate button there. They are 501 C three. If I'm not mistaken, is that correct? Kevin? That's correct. Yeah. Um, and you guys got some so I'm on the website uh, right now um, just very briefly I see this these five pillars uh, do you want to go over that real quick yeah so you know the uh, the the chamber is first of all to to reinforce something that you said it is right now a 501c3 uh, and we have a number of things that we're doing on that front we'll get into some of that here as as we go uh, but we are also growing towards being 501c6 business league as these chambers, roll out. We're not at critical mass yet where we can make that jump. So for the time being, uh, we are a nonprofit and we work under sponsorships and donations, corporate level sponsorships, uh, local affiliate sponsorships and, uh, and donations. Um, and before I go into the pillars, let's stick with that 501c3 thing just for a second. Yeah. You know, one of the, one of the main things we're doing right now from a fundraising standpoint is, is, uh, helping our, nation's servicemen and women that are engaged in uh, adaptive sports. And some folks might not know exactly what that means. Essentially, that is, you know, everyone thinks of Paralympics and wheelchair-bound athletes, right? That, that's a good start point for understanding, uh, but it's more than just that. You know, there's seated, seated cycling and rowing and, and a variety of things. Um, we are probably the only nonprofit that is singularly focused on that population of, of men and women that are are performing at a high level across uh, 10 to 14 different adaptive sports, both in the warrior games, which is the inter inter service games that are conducted in here in the United States every year mm -hmm. and the international Invictus games inspired by Prince Harry. Uh, or I guess I just have to call him Harry yeah. now. Right? <laughs> um, he's still involved. The, the, the crown has given him this responsibility. Uh, he created this. It's a great thing. Uh, and so he's still involved. Our, our U.S. athletes biennially uh, participate in those games, 65 go, just the best of the best from each of the services. Wow. And uh, we are involved in ensuring that they have a, a cost-free uh, and effective training camp before they head off to those Invictus games. And then down the road, we are 
currently strategically trying to align the United States uh, for a bid to have the Invictus Games held back here in the United States. So that's the nonprofit side. So if you want to point folks at the website, that's what they're supporting right now. That's that's awesome. Again, usvcc.org. I want to back up just a second because you brought up uh, the Warrior Games, uh, which put on also by the Department of Defense. So it's got the military um, warriors in 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 the games themselves. Hence the, the term Warrior Games. Where is that this year, twenty twenty? And and you talked about how the chamber is getting involved to help uh, prepare them for for the games before the Invictus Games and and, and whatnot. What does that entail? Like, would, how long is that training? Yeah. Well, uh, to your first question, it's uh, this year's Warrior Games uh, will be in San Antonio in September. Um, and we will be down there and involved in helping out with that. You know, the, the services, the, the Department of Defense has cycled responsibility for the Warrior Games over the years uh, from the Marine Corps to the Army, the Air Force, the Navy, SOCOM, Special Operations Command, had a, had a whack at it. And now this year it's back to the Marine Corps again. Uh, and so we have been engaged and, I, and I'm fairly certain other than our, our great friends at the Fisher House Foundation who are always involved in everything and doing great stuff for everybody. Other than them, I, I think it's fair to say that we're the only uh, nonprofit organization that's stayed engaged in that effort throughout that entire cycle in one form or another. Uh, and so obviously as we go forward, that's that's even as we build our chambers of commerce and start working on the pillars that we still have to get back to in this conversation, <laughs> uh, we will keep on doing this work, uh, supporting our, our wounded warriors that are out there uh, participating in those games. So September in San Antonio for the Warrior Games, and then uh, the Invictus Games training camp is, held, is going to be held uh, in April to May of this year. It's going to be held at the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. And that is a result of a partnership we've struck with the great folks at the Hall of Fame. Uh, you know, they've got great facilities there, uh, playing fields. I mean, you think of one of those, you know, high end, you know, there's kids with lacrosse sticks everywhere mm-hmm. and soccer balls and they're on eight different fields. They've got they've got those assets. Uh, they've got a swimming pool. Uh, they've got access to great gold jacket Hall of Fame athletes who can provide inspiration and coaching to our athletes. Uh, and of course, they've got access to the the national media platform that is all right. things NFL. Yep. So it's a great partnership we have with them. A lot of lift to the organization, along with great sponsors like Geico and Caliber Home Loans, CBS, Aetna, um, you know, is going to make this thing be what it is. But there's never enough that we can do. Right. So so we're still taking donations and supporting that effort because it's about two weeks that they spend there in Canton before we give them a final send off dinner uh, on the evening of May 4th. And the next day they're on a plane to the Hague and they'll be in the Netherlands. However many days later it takes to get there uh, winning, winning medals and representing the United States. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, okay, so we're going to go back to the five pillars real right. real, real briefly. Education, right. employment, wellness, business, family. Just hit on each of those really quick. How did you guys yeah. find – why those five pillars? Well, so, you know, look, all of your veteran listeners out there uh, have – and I'm sure they're going to chuckle as we start to talk about it. And, and I, you know, it's just one of those things, right? In our world, we've been we've been made to sit in mandatory briefings and presentations on everything under the sun, and transition is one of those things. Yeah. And it and you know I can I can speak directly from my army experiences, but I'm pretty certain DOD has mapped it 
pretty similar across all the services. 12 months out from the end of your term of service, 12 months out from the ETS, you start this program and you have this cycle of briefings and presentations and resume prep and school uh, uh, prep and things that you go through. But the fact of the matter is when, when you hit the, when you throw your boots up over the wire and hit the gate, right. And you actually leave that installation, all that transition stuff that you did stays there at Fort sleepy town. And you go home to wherever you're going home to Wyoming, Alaska, Texas, the Bronx, where is that continued touch for transition? Once you get back to where you're actually transitioning to. Right. And so our contention is that's what our, our regional veterans chambers of commerce are providing is we we're, we're rolling these things out. We've got 41 in the pipeline right now, 27, of those are super active conversations. A dozen of them will be up uh, and have affiliate agreements signed probably within the next two or three months. So we're, it's it's rolling fast. Wow. And there will be one near you soon. And you can go to the website and either join one or start one. Contact us if you think you've got the, the right group of two or three folks that can get this thing running. And we can help you get your own Veterans Chamber of Commerce running. And then to the pillars, you know, those are the things that those are just a baseline of things that we'll be able to provide in that, in that veterans chamber of commerce. So as an example, under the education pillar uh, right now, and this is without there even being a a local regional chamber in your hometown. uh, We are partnered with Damon John from shark tank. Uh, And Damon has an online, uh, I believe it's 12 lesson. I've, I've started it myself. I haven't finished it yet. So I can't tell you exactly how many lessons (laughs) right off the top of my head. Um, entrepreneurial bootcamp online. And it's a, you know, it's a $2,500 value and we've got 300 scholarships uh, for free presentation. We've got 244 folks enrolled right now. And that's everything from active to veteran uh, to spouses that are taking part in this thing. So when they finish this, they've got in their toolbox now advice, guidance, and mentorship from Damon John from Shark Tank about the things they should be looking at when they're building their business, pitching their business, and growing their business. Uh, so that's just one example of what's on the education pillar in our in our world. Under employment, we're partnered with a great organization called Be a Hero, Hire a Hero. Mm-hmm. Right now, on our site, from our site, you can go in there, post a resume. Uh, businesses can go in there and post available jobs, and we're creating that network where folks can look for uh, employment under wellness. We've got some service dog partners that are part of our world. Uh, we're partnered very recently. You won't find it on the website yet, but we're partnered very recently with camp Southern ground down in Georgia, which is uh, Zach Brown bands foundation has, has stood that, that place up. They do a couple of retreats a year uh, for veterans and for family members. Um, and you can gain, you can gain access under the wellness pillar to the national resource directory, which provides you, access to uh, all of the vetted and approved services for veterans. So, you know, you're not out here just hunting around looking at um, everybody who wants to put something on the internet. These are, these are nationally approved uh, programs and resources for vets under business. Really, it goes back to what we've already talked about, about the actual chambers and, and getting folks joined up to a chamber so that they can get access to capital so that they can get training for entrepreneurship so that they can gain access to, uh, those corporate businesses that are looking for and want to be able to to uh, sign a contract with a veteran for their goods or services that they're providing. And then you can find a mentor 
on the under the business pillar currently on our website. And then under family, it, it kind of cycles back to the wellness programs that we have and the partnerships that we're building. Um, and also, I mean, something as as simple yet important as a home loan from caliber home loans, because at the end of the day, that's, you know, that safe and secure place to live, good employment. Right. Uh, it, all of this talk that we've all had this conversation we've had with each other over the years about resilience and, and wellness. I mean, listen, if you take the Maslow's hierarchy of needs and, and we make our, our veterans have a safe place to live with a good income, in a job where they they feel like they count, then we've we've gone a long way to fixing a lot of things. That's what we're up to. I mean, it really sounds like the USVCC is is uh, a place where everybody, if if you're transitioning or getting ready to transition, I'd say before you transition out of the military, this is something that you really need to start looking into and and, and get yourself involved with. Kevin, how many uh, chambers are you say that are, that are getting ready to come up online? Yeah, we've got uh, we've got about 41 in the pipeline. Those are ongoing conversations with folks that that we're working with them to make sure they understand the charter, what the business proposition is. uh, And and so those those will eventually, you know, result in us having uh, chambers in all those locations Uh, over the next couple of months along the eastern seaboard. There will be about 12 or 15 that will actually be up and running and functional. Now, uh, this may sound like an ignorant question, so forgive me ahead of time, but the, the chambers themselves, uh, are you putting, do you have a plan for how many you're going to put in each state or is there like a goal for that? It's like, no, oh, it's going to, we're going to have 51 in each state or we're going to have a hundred, two in each state, something like that, or, or we're going to put as many as people need or, or want in those areas. All those things you just said. Okay. All right. It wasn't, it wasn't a silly <laughs> question at all because because it will be demand driven and, and we will see how this goes, but certainly at a minimum, we do want to get it uh, networked throughout the entire United States. We want right. to touch every state, gotcha. but as you know, just like with delegates to the, to the Congress, you know, or, or anything else, you, you know, look, look at us in new England, right? Right. right. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the States of new England aren't, aren't half as big as, as the state of California all by itself. So we have actually a new England chamber stood up right now. Uh, constituting access to all of the states here in New England. Um, but there will be things such as the Northern California and Southern California uh, regional chambers. We're going we're gonna to have to sort that out. But kind of to the end of, of how you laid it out, it's going to be demand-driven for the time being. Perfect. Um, folks, again, if you're online, or if you, excuse me, if you're listening to the show that means you're online already, open up another browser and go to usvcc.com. Org. It's the United States Veterans Chamber of Commerce. We're talking with uh, President and CEO, Mr. Kevin Brown, uh, about the chamber. And if you are a veteran or uh, if you're active duty right now, getting ready to transition in the next 18 months, you know, 12 to 18 months, or you're, you're currently a veteran and you want to get involved uh, with the chamber, they have a lot of great resources and a, and a lot of tools. They're doing a lot of things for our uh, warriors uh, and what we, as we call our nation's heroes uh, and, and whatnot. It, there's no reason that you shouldn't be a part of this. Uh, quite frankly, find one. If there's not one in your area, hey, great opportunity to to reach out to them and and uh, start one. Start a chamber. You start. In, That's right. In, in your area, um, Kevin. I got another question I want to ask you. Uh, it's a question I ask everybody that comes on the show. You're on the show called the Decision Hour. And uh, we want to know, 
Name a time in your life where your feet were on the line and you had to make that decision. Mm. What was it? Mm-hmm. And what was the what was the atmosphere like for you at that time? You know, Adam, I, you, you and I have sort of had these kinds of conversations before, and and I'm a storyteller, and we have about four minutes, right? <laughs> we're good. We're good. Don't worry uh, about time. All right. There are a lot of times that I can that I can uh, that I can reflect on, and uh, and I and I just got to shoot straight and tell you that the, that they all come while deployed. I mean, the the crucible of combat. And I'm not even talking about, you know, there I was middle of a firefight, hand grenade pins stacking up all around me. Right. Not, you know, not even that kind of stuff, but just the, the difficult and dangerous circumstances that you face and the kinds of decisions that you have to make. Uh, there are three moments in time that come immediately to mind and we'll, we'll, we'll cycle through them if we can get through them all, uh, or not. But the first one, uh, it sort of centers around a dynamic that, and and this is heroes media group. Like I I think I understand your clientele and I can, I can, I can shoot straight here. Right. Absolutely. We all called it kill TV, right? Watching the drone, watching the live feed from actions on the objective. And, you know, everybody gets kind of hyped or hyper-focused on what's going on. And so on this particular evening, you know, the, the night shift is on in the talk and, you know, not a lot's going on. It's kind of quiet out there in sector. Uh, all of a sudden one of the, one of the folks from the Intel section runs up to me and says, sir, we've got, we've got IED in placers. They're, they're digging into IED on, you know, route, whatever, cherry. So I walk into the talk, I look at, you know, kill TV, Mm -hmm. right. The feed, I look at the live feed and, uh, it looks like there are four or five people and you, and you know, for those that have watched it, I mean, there are various levels of fidelity in the, in the feed that you get some it's crystal clear from 10,000 feet. Some, you know, it, it, you're, it's something's flying at 250 feet and you can't even tell if it's a human or a dog, right? right? It's different levels of fidelity. The fidelity here wasn't too bad. You could make out five or six folks look like perhaps military aged males, as we say, uh, digging an IED in right in the center of the road. And everyone just wanted to throw a 500 pound bomb. Like, let's just do it. Let's just do it. And I don't know what it was, but something told me, like I could see it happening. You know, I could, it, you have to separate yourself from the hype uh, and not get caught up in it. So I said, where's the nearest uh, mounted patrol? And they said, well, Bushmaster has one, you know, sir, they're about 5K away, uh, three miles. Uh, and it's going to take them probably about 15 minutes to get turned around, head that direction, get down there in the dark under nods, whatever. So I said, send them down there. And everyone was disappointed. Like, we should just, why don't we just drop a bomb on the middle of the road? And, you know, and then all the, well, what if they come under fire? I'm like, well, that's why they have up armored Humvees, yeah. <laughs> 50 cows and Mark 19 grenade launchers on the roof. Uh, send a patrol. So they did. They sent a patrol down there, and you know, you could almost feel the want, want, right. talk like, oh, man, now it's gonna. Happen. And they roll up on these four or five folks, and it's it's uh, four or five kids playing marbles in the middle of the road, dirt road. And you know, that makes it, your hair stand up on the arms and back of your neck, right just, there. Just one of those times where you know, I, I think, I think, and, and that's that's a combat scenario, but I think in life, right. Yeah. 
every now and then you have to take what I, what I used to like to call a mental moment, you know, whether you, whether you pinch the bridge of your nose and close your eyes or, or take a deep breath and walk away from everyone for a second, you can usually afford to take a second or 15 seconds yeah. or five minutes to make sure that you're making the right decision in, in a lot of instances where everyone around you is saying, we got to make this decision right now. And I think you just need to find that, that mental moment, you know, create that space and, and really ensure that you assess and reassess all the things that are, that are going on around you. I, Hal Moore, and we were soldiers once and young used to say it, and I, I probably won't get it right, but, uh, you know, ask yourself these three questions. What am I doing that I should not be doing? What am I not doing that I should be doing? And I'll be damned. I always forget the third one, but it, but it essentially is, you know, uh, uh, what don't I know that I should know? Right. And, you know, it's a good construct, right? I mean, it's simple, but it's a good construct. You, you spend a just, just whether you have a, a second to do it or 15 minutes to do it or a day to do it, you should take that time, ask yourself those three questions before you really lock in on a decision. That's a good one, Kevin. I, I appreciate you sharing that. Right on. Um, any parting words? Any anything else you want the listeners to know about you? About USVCC? What? Yeah, yeah. Well, look, man. Th- th- here we are, right? Me, you, and and all the people that listen to this. And and what we know is this: that is, we as veterans got to stick it out and stick together. Yep. I mean, we are the ones who are going to lift each other up and keep each other going. And there's never a reason that any of us should not feel comfortable reaching out to another one of us. Uh, I mean, that's just sort of at the core of what we're doing in the U S veterans chamber of commerce. We just got some good stuff going on that can make that turn into something. And if we can create, you know, five or 10 or, or a hundred small business owners that are veterans over the course of this next year, that's awesome. If we can save one life, that's even better. Uh, but we are here as the U S veterans chamber of commerce to support our veterans uh, and help them through transition to be in a place where they're comfortable going forward and can help the next guy or girl coming down the line. Love it. Absolutely love it. Kevin, thank you. Right on. Good to be on. Absolutely. Folks, United States Veterans Chamber of Commerce, check it out, usvcc.org. That's all the time that we have, but before we let you go, make sure you uh, give got to give a shout-out to our home uh, network, Heroes Media Group. Uh, check out all the shows, articles, uh, new stuff that they got coming out uh, here in the next month or so. Simply go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. Until next time, you've been listening to The Decision Hour.